Yeah, yeah. Move, 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 oh, move, 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 Welcome to Shaken Not Noob, the podcast that likes to get down and funky in every single way, including the one you're thinking about right now. I am your very groovy host, Fuzzy Dan, and joining me today is a man who puts the F in funky motherfucker, it's Mr. Duty Dutrum. How are we're, not we, af- we're not afraid to swear on this podcast, I don't think. <laughs> <laughs> no, we are fucking not. Four uh, guys fucking are. sucks. There we go. We broke the swearing barrier. <laughs> Perfect. A um, little bit of a different musical intro today. We do the musical intros after we record, so Duty doesn't even know what it is. Looking forward to him listening back to it. Uh, what, 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 what? There's better be about pizza. What, what, what? <laughs> if I can box, walk box, with box. the animals, talk with the animals. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, let's head straight into the news. Um, first cap off the rank, I want to talk about this one because it's like super fresh in my mind. It's something that I just sent through to Duty before. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a new gameplay footage that we've seen for a Chinese AAA game, which I have no idea what the fuck's going on. It's called Black Myth Wukong. And boy, does this look cool. It is, I highly recommend that you YouTube it immediately. Uh, so Black Myth uh, Wukong. It is... Uh, it it kind of looks like, I don't know, Je- um, Jedi Fallen Order. It looks like, um, it, it, it just looks like a bunch of really cool martial arts games all rolled into one. And apparently this is a whole, um, it f- follows a, an amazing storyline within um, Chinese culture about, uh, I think it's called Journey to the West. And Duty, you know more about this than I do. I'm sure you do. I only know a little bit about. It. I know it's a very popular uh, adaptation of a of a story where, to the point of this character uh, Wukan, he yeah. is actually the source and inspiration for the character of Goku in the Dragon Ball series. Oh, um, okay. That uh, the creator of Dragon Ball wanted to make a character similar to to Wukan, um, but rather than making him sort of a half sort of ape, half man sort of thing, he went more with the human feature, but kept the tail. And a, a lot of the inspiration is uh, is apparently pulled from this um, sort of cultural sort of folklore storytelling. Um, so it's uh, it's it's an existing property; it's not a new property. But the game does it looks fantastic because it's a next gen game as well. 
And this is uh, this was all pre-alpha footage as well. So this is all stuff like way, way early on in the development, and it looks like spectacular. It's yeah. some of those like same kind of um, when we're on Kashyyyk for Fallen Order, same kind of sort of overgrown you know jungle type areas. Looks amazing. The the combat looks fluid and fast. There's all sorts of really crazy magical powers. Your main character is a monkey man. Um, yeah, I mean it's and you you get a real good look at how the uh, the combat plays within this game. It's it looks spectacular. So I mean if that is pre-alpha. Fuck yes, sign me the fuck up right now. I'm very yeah. sweary today. I apologise in advance. <laughs> if you're not into it, just we'll bleep it out later. Maybe, um, probably not. <laughs> probably, almost certainly not, Didi. Um, but yeah, it looks it's crazy. Like I, I think it's only just come out. Um, like this footage came out two days ago, and like no one's seen it yet. So I recommend looking at it because it is a lot of fun. Um, yeah, it, that, uh, it, it's it's been out for a couple of days. It's only got like 180 views on on YouTube, but then like you know Kotaku insane. and stuff like that are coming out going, you guys need to watch this because look at it, and mm. not even like IGN's reporting on it, and you know IGN no. reports on anything that gets some extra clicks. Yes, yeah, so uh, so definitely check it out. I, um, I I'm very excited to, to see more about this game, to learn more about this game. We know next to nothing about it already, but it, it just like if that's the kind of package they're putting together for us to have a look at, fuck, this game's gonna be amazing. Um, so yes, Black Myth Wukong, um, check that out on the next gen consoles when they get released. Mm. Uh, moving on, it's the big news of the last week, duty. Apple has banned Fortnite. What will Paul do now when he's on the shitter? <laughs> oh no! Um, yes, this is uh, this is big news. It came out like just after we recorded last week, so we didn't really talk about it. Um, well, we couldn't because it came out after we recorded. Um, but yes, essentially, what's happened? If to boil it down to the brass tacks, Fortnite is trying to get players to access or tried to get players access to their own store within the game so they can buy skins and whatever else the fuck they buy in Fortnite. Uh, and it basically bypassed the Apple payment system, which is a massive no-no. Now, Apple takes, I think it's 30% of all transactions going through. So it's a, it's a big fucking chunk of change. Yeah. Um, now, and basically Fortnite said, well, no, we want to keep all that money. So there's been toing and froing. Fortnite put up a stupid ad you know, saying that Apple was big brother and at the end of the day, I mean, who gives a shit? These are two giant corporations that will, you know, make billions of dollars off, you know, kids spending five bucks on, you know, microtransactions. I don't care which one of them gets my five dollars. <laughs> yeah, and it'll only be a matter of time before one of them gets bought by Disney, and then they both get bought by Disney, and then, yeah. you know, you have Disney phones. <laughs> yeah, it's oh look, it's going to be yeah. Disney's going to own everything, but yes, at, at, until the until that happens. Yeah, it, it's it's yeah, it's interesting as well because like why I don't understand why Apple would sort of remove Fortnite from the store because that's going to be uh, like even if it's like okay, cool, you're bypassing their thirty percent that Apple should take, just being like okay, cool, rather than thirty for Fortnite, we get twenty. That's still a lot of fucking money. They, but they're not even doing that. They're like they're getting none of that. So Fortnite saying we can live on our own. We don't need your payment system. And Apple saying, well, no, you do. So legal mumbo jumbo is going on at the moment. There's 
counter lawsuits and all sorts of bullshit and yeah it's it's a little bit crazy but at this stage in time they are fighting each other and it's quite funny to watch um so <laughs> because i don't have either of those like subscribe or pay any money to either of those companies i am totally fine um yep. but yes it is all happening uh in the apple versus Fortnite wars it's, it's like ford versus ferrari <laughs> it's so fucking stupid but it's great i love it um so yes yeah. speaking of stupid companies let's move on to the next one um uh, from october 2020 facebook will now require anyone using an oculus device for the first time to log in via a facebook account um yeah we were talking about this as we were playing some formula yeah. one last night yeah 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 it's it's nuts. So essentially what's happened is uh, a while ago, Facebook bought out Oculus. Um, you know, smart move, get into the VR world, all the rest of it. Uh, but now they're basically tying everything into Facebook. So you have to have a Facebook account to use Oculus um, from October onwards for the first time. Um, I think they're giving existing subscribers uh, like two years to phase over to the Facebook account. Uh, hmm. And then from then on, it's basically restricted access. So I think what they're going to do is give everyone like the demo mode and then you have to sign in with your Facebook account. So boy, oh boy, wowee, Mark Zuckerberg, you giant piece of person. <laughs> it doesn't, I, I, that doesn't necessarily bother me because like everyone's got a Facebook account and the idea of making, like, even if it's something like making a Facebook account that has no photos, literally just has your name and email address and that's it, like, and, and has no other information on it just for that, it doesn't necessarily bother me. Um, it's just that, what's the point? Like, seriously, like, what is the point in connecting a Facebook account to something that literally has nothing to do with fucking Facebook? And, li- like, they, they've clearly got a larger plan at play here where they're going to tie a bunch of stuff in and, you know, there's cross-promotion between the two products, but, like... Seriously, man, they, they, they literally stand alone. They can be used alone. I don't understand any particular need to force people down that track. It just makes people hate Facebook more. Like, there's as long no as they're not having to make a Tumblr account, because that's just filth. <laughs> yes, but, like, I mean, there's other products out there that are, I suppose, around about that same price point that won't require you to have a Facebook account. And I know there's a lot of anti-Facebook sentimentality at the moment. And, yeah, people are going away from it and all the rest of it, data protection, all that stuff. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen in two years' time. But if he's forcing people to make that choice, I think people will make other choices where they don't have to do that. It's um, it's a little bit like, you know, Apple forcing you to do specific things with their products. You know, Facebook are forcing you to do specific things with theirs. And it's people don't like that. People react badly. Yeah, well, uh, I mean, there's there's always a there's always another side of the coin of it could be worse. You could have to sign up to an OnlyFans account. Then that would be <laughs> fucking worse. You Mark can only use your Oculus if you only- sign up to your OnlyFans account. Fuck no. Mark Zuckerberg's OnlyFans account where he goes on uses that like the 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 um uh, face block that he had when he was surfing the other day. Remember that one? <laughs> it was all white. It looked creepy. Oh, it looked yeah. awful. It was terrible. But um, <laughs> you think oh, you can yeah. block my attacks? Ha ha. <laughs> oh, no. I'm just thinking about an OnlyFans account. Oh, God. Yuck. <laughs> to get that bad taste out of your mouth, let's move on to something worse. Um, the Xbox Open Beta is on this weekend for the Avengers game. Yes, um, yes. I'm, I'm excited up. for it. I've, uh, I've, I've hit my, uh, my old, old Xbox crews. You know, me, Ian, uh, Aaron, and Zach up going, hey, we haven't played anything in fucking ages. It's a free Xbox beta this weekend. Let's just fucking get on and have a bit of fun. Um, the only sure. problem is going to be is who is playing as Kamala Khan and who is playing <laughs> as Black Widow. Um, that is literally da- the short straw. Kamala Khan's straw is the short straw of the Avengers crew. 
I don't necessarily, I don't mind her, like, but her play style, like, it's just, it's a mixture of, it's, it's Mr. Fantastic. And when, if they ever put Mr. Fantastic in the game, what's going to be different between Kamala and Mr. Fantastic via gameplay wise? Um, but like me and you played it, there, there's a video up of, of me and you having a bit of fun in, in the multiplayer and it's, it's a load of fun. Sure. So I'm interested to see what the four player version of it is, um, especially seeing as sort of, Iron Man and Hulk leap and fly and and Black Widow and, and Kamala Khan just sort of sprint. Um, yeah. So I'm wondering how yeah. that sort of all goes together. It'll be uh, it'll be very interesting to uh, to see the combination whether or not it holds up as well because I know we we had a bunch of frame rate drops when we were we were playing it just the two of us so oh yeah very interesting to see um, how that's been optimized over the last couple of weeks um, and uh, how that translates across to the other platforms so yes that's. I believe open this weekend. I think uh, the launch date you said was coming up very soon as well. Yeah, first of September it comes out, so it's about a week and a half away. I'm very excited for it. So um, yeah, okay, mm. awesome. There we go. Well, that's the news for us this week. Um, it's been a, there's a lot going on. It sounds like it's very condensed, but there is a lot going on, and I'm speaking very fast because again, I've had a lot of coffee today. Uh, there's, on, there's, there's lots going on. I'm, I might get my, myself a Formula One uh, racing wheel so I can beat Fuzzy even more. There's some more news for you. <laughs> That's what I needed. Another thing to give you like a 30-second advantage instead of your 10 at the moment. <laughs> uh, you bastard. Uh, look, Duty, we have a sponsor. We do. Who they are they, Fuzzy? Uh, they are Culture Shock Collectibles. What do they do, Duty? Fuck! <laughs> I was trying to get that. I was trying to get it quick. <laughs> Uh, Michael from Culture Shock Collectibles. Of course, you guys know who he is. Uh, we've, we've said it multiple times, but here's something you probably didn't know. They have a YouTube page, which is Culture Shock Collectibles, and they're going to be start doing a, they're going to start doing a new YouTube show where they're going to be talking about new figure news, new figure releases, as well as uh, answering your questions. So um, they're recently going to do an, a new video that's coming up. I've put one uh, a question through. If you want to check out what it is, we'll go onto the Culture Shock Collectibles YouTube page. Um, mm-hmm. But Michael on there as well has also done some figure unboxings. So uh, one of the ones he's recently done has been the War Machine Punisher or the Punisher and the War Machine Armor Hot Toys that was released uh, a couple months back. And Michael, of course, has one for himself. Um, so he's actually unboxed it and shows uh, shows you the audience of what it's like when you get an order even from from for a hot toy what it's like as soon as you sort of you know take the lid of the box open and what's it like on the inside how's the the quality of the materials how's the posability how's the how's everything um so yeah it's 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 pretty cool um so of course you can find the store at cultureshockcollectibles.com you can find the instagram page uh at cultureshockcollectibles where they're most uh they're more uh, active uh, not to say that they're not active on facebook but his instagram uh, game is very strong and uh, of course their youtube at culture shock collectibles my dragon dagger should be arriving in the next week or two perhaps uh and Can't wait. Uh, <laughs> I, i'm going to be using it on both the shaker not nerd podcast and another show uh, another pod i might be guessing wait, on again sorry very soon. wait sorry using it <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a dragon dagger it's a it's also a flute it's the does dragon it actually does it actually operate as a flute it makes noise and stuff yeah oh my god game changer Game changed, yes. people. It's like when they released the uh, the Ocarina of Time that you could buy when you went to like, you know, Zing and all that sort of shit. Like you could actually play the notes and stuff on it. Okay, okay, interesting, mm. interesting. Here we go. There we. Go. So there we go. CultureShockCollectibles.com for all of your nerdy collectible needs. Now, Judy, we've got uh, a bunch of games to talk about this week. Uh, let's kick things off. 
Um, I'll, I'll kick things off with a little one that I've been playing. It's called Spirit Spiritfarer. Now, um, I know that you probably haven't had a chance to play this yet. It came out, I think, like two days ago. Um, mm-hmm. It's available now through Xbox Games Pass, if you have that, uh, available on PC and Xbox. Um, but it is available on all platforms as well. Uh, it is... Oh, wow. It's, it's, it's a lot of fun, this game. So you remember we... Um, I think it was last year, year before, we talked about a little game called Gris. Yes. Uh, which was very sort of artsy and like lots of watercolors and beautiful and atmospheric and all the rest of it. This is in that same kind of boat. And I do use the word boat very carefully here. Um, essentially, you um, you play as a character called Stella. Um, she's classed with Stella! Stella! Uh, she, <laughs> she's, uh, she's basically tasked with... Um, uh, she, she basically takes over Death's role and, and starts ferrying people over from the land of the living to the land of the dead. Mm-hmm. And you have to help them out in the world and you know, do missions and all the rest of it. Uh, all while you, you're basically given this boat to sort of travel around the world. And it's more like a... And you do little missions and collect stuff. It's more management than anything else. Like you're managing the boat, you're building stuff, you're, you're doing all these activities. And it's just... It's a really, really pretty game. It's very soothing and relaxing. There's lots going on, but there is... It's just really enjoyable. I've been having so much fun playing it. I'm about... I sat down to try it out last night. I thought, I'll just play a, you know, a little bit before I go to bed. And four hours later, I was like, it's two in the morning and I definitely need to go to bed. Having, um, having that thing of sort of like when we were talking about UFC, one more round and one more round sort of thing. Yeah, 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 exactly right. It's just, uh, it's one of those things that because there's no sort of, uh, there's there are missions within the game, but the missions always lead to something else. It's always like, okay. And I, w- I was very much that, okay, I'm just going to get past all the sort of that tutorial side of it. And, you know, when, when you start going into the free game and learning, you know, you know, you've learned all the skills and you know what's out there, and it just sucked me in. It's just so, it's it's time addictive because you just, you, you are zoned right in on it. It's beautiful and atmospheric. There is so much going on. The music's wonderful. There's no dialogue to speak of. It's all sort of speech bubbles and stuff within the game, but it really is just so relaxing that you're not you're not taken out of the, the mode by do, doing all the reading so i thought i think it's um it's one of those games if you like your little sort of indie games that are very artfully done very tastefully done it is definitely a game that you should check out um especially if you're playing it for free on uh, games pass but it is definitely worth your time uh anyone into management sims like just anything that's you know anything with a little bit of story and background definitely for you well, that's the thing as well, like, with a lot of indie games, like, I've, I've still not had the chance to properly take a look at Carrion yet, but it's, everything's just hitting Game Pass, so all of these, like, small little indie games that, you know, might not even be worth a first sort of, traditionally for me at least, if I see an indie game, I'm like, I'm not interested, but if I see it on Game Pass, I'm like, I'm, I'm going to play it, I've got nothing to lose, I'm, I'm already paying for this service. <laughs> um, it's already there, like, that's, absolutely, you're right, if, you, if you're already paying for this stuff, it's already something that's available to you, definitely go out and get it. It is, but I think this is one of those games that if I didn't have the free service, it was one I was already considering anyway. The moment I found out it was on Games Pass, I immediately downloaded it. But it's, you know, it, it's still, I think it's like 30 or 40 bucks. It is, it would be totally worth it. The amount of time I've already put in it and the amount of time that I will put in it, uh, I'll see this game through and I will have an amazing time with it. I know I will. It's just, it is a very quality indie title that's worth the price of admission. Yeah. 
So uh, yes, lots going on. I, th- I think that's one uh, that people will enjoy. Again, like uh, if you if you like games like Gris, like the very similar, like those very relaxing, quite fun games. Not too much of a challenge, but just enough in there to keep you going. I think this is the one for you. Well, um, how uh, you said that there's no dialogue in the game, but it isn't necessarily a problem to read the text boxes and stuff like that that come up. How is the sound design without there being any dialogue? Is the sound still sort of oh, entrancing? Oh, absolutely! It's very so. There's lots of sort of moody music, so it's um, uh, it, it sort of suits wherever you are. Like they've got lots of stuff. Um, like you, you travel around the world, uh, this big ocean essentially, traveling to little islands and finding out what's going on. You'll go through storms. The music gets loud. You'll go through these sort of dark places and capture spirits and all the rest of it. And they like the music and the mood of the game really soaks you. Like it just. It, it, it's it feels right like everything is is perfectly set for the um, the type of environment that you're in so i think there's enough in there as far as sound design is concerned that you'll have a lot of fun with it there's a bunch of little mini games there's really awesome characters that all have their own individual personalities i think it's something that yeah if you if you if you like that it, it, like it's atmospheric gameplay that's what i i could uh, liken it to so i think it really suits that tone yeah, right on. There we go. So, um, yeah, check it out. Spirit Fairer, um, it's available across all platforms now, but, uh, yeah, definitely get it on Xbox Games Pass if you already have that. There um, we go. Jimmy, and you've been uh, playing some games this week as well. Um, yes, besides the, the standard Formula One racing that we do every week. Um, Formula I've, Un. Formula Un. Uh, that's from fucking Talladega Nights, isn't it? Um, I watched it the other day. Fantastic. Uh, still it's up. still a great fucking movie. Um <laughs> I've actually gone back and taken a look at Ghost Recon Breakpoint, which uh, which came out uh, around this time last year, around the October-September mark last year, um, and it released to middle to somewhat negative reviews. Um, it was it was a point <laughs> of uh, conversation that uh, that me and G-Man had at PAX last year um, about our differences with this game. But essentially, uh, Ghost Recon is a is a is a uh, Tom Clancy uh, sort of in-depth multiplayer or not multiplayer but in-depth military game um so it's uh sort of like how rainbow six siege is very realistic and competitive as a first person multiplayer sort of shooting experience ghost recon is also multiplayer competitive but it's also a lot of pve sort of stuff um and where they dropped the ball on ghost recon breakpoint last year was they made it more like the division on an island rather than a ghost recon game so it had a lot of the picking up you know different leveled weapons that will change your gear score and you got to level up your gear score like our destiny and division and do all that sort of shit uh where previously ghost recon is the weapons are as realistic as they can possibly be if you have a shotgun and you shoot it at long range clearly it's going to do nothing if you have a sniper rifle and you shoot someone in the head it's a headshot with a sniper rifle they're dead doesn't matter what they're they're doing or wearing or whatever um so essentially Breakpoint released uh, somewhat negatively because it had a lot of division and destiny sort of aspects to it. Uh, at the end of last year, start of this year, they released a patch where you could essentially turn all the division mechanics off and mm. make it back to sort of Ghost Recon, where it's you know the weapons that you use are the weapons that you use. You can pick up weapons, you can kill someone nice. and just instantly pick up their weapon. You don't have to look for the gear score or that big green light shooting out of the ground, saying there's you know there's stuff to go pick up over there, sort of thing. Um, so they they did that, which was really really cool. Which they made that uh, more immersive and more realistic, like previous Ghost Recon games. And then recently, as of July fifteenth this year, they bought out the AI teammates. So previously, if you're playing single player in the older Ghost Recon games, 
If you're playing single player, you have three AI teammates that you can tell what to do. Take cover behind this, set up a vantage point, all that sort of stuff like that. Uh, in Ghost Recon Breakpoint, for whatever reason, they remove the AI uh, squad. So you essentially played the entire campaign by yourself. Uh, mm-hmm. And when people said, look, I play Ghost Recon solo, I like customizing my team and actually being sort of doing what you're supposed to do in Ghost Recon. You're supposed to call out enemies and tactics, what you see, what you hear. Hey, is this guy looking in this direction who has a fucking silencer equipped? All that sort of tactical, uh, realistic immersion sort of shit that you don't really get in you know, Battlefields and Call of Duty and all that sort of stuff. Um, and doing essentially a, a multiplayer, squad-based game, single-player everyone fucking hated that they wanted their ai teammates back or you had to play with friends to really progress the game um so ubisoft have listened they've bought back the ai teammates they've sort of gotten rid of the not gotten rid of but there's a toggle mode for the uh the destiny division sort of uh, game mode so you can actively toggle that on and off yep. uh as well as they've made it more realistic in regards to how your character takes damage so if you're in a, a firefight with a heap of mercenaries if you get shot it'll graze your it'll, you know you'll have to actually bandage your arm up you'll have to sort of take the bullet out and do all that sort of Are realistic like thing far cry 2 where you have to like keep bandaging the same arm no matter what happens you know oh no i got shot bandage your arm oh no i'm on fire bandage the arm like is it or is uh, it's, it actually it's a- it's a little bit like that. It's not, say, to the extent where you just keep bandaging the same arm to put out a fire, but it's yeah. if you take too much damage and you can change, you can, the, the, the way that this game works is you can go into the settings and you can customize every single setting you can think of. So you can make it like, yeah, if I get shot, I just lose health, or you can make that every now and then when I get shot, I need to heal myself to the point where every time I get shot, I need to remove the bullet sort of thing. Yeah. Um, and uh, the way that the game works is if you get shot in the leg as you're running around and if you've got the setting turned on in your own personal settings, essentially you've, you've got leg damage. You won't be able to sprint and run fast. Okay. Um, you'll be quite slow and you'll only heal up to a certain point. If you want to heal further on, you need to stop. You need to bandage yourself up and heal yourself up a little bit and give yourself time to breathe and then keep moving. If you keep sprinting for too long, your stamina drops. If your stamina is too low, you need to drink water. If you can't, you know, if your water canteen has run out of water, you need to find a lake or a pond and refill the canteen and actually sort of a little bit like how when you play like the hardcore modes in, in Fallout, you need to manage your stamina, you need to manage your health. There's no eating gauge, but you need to manage like uh, that thirst will manage your stamina and shit like that. Um, yeah. So it's, they, they've completely changed it from essentially uh, for those who don't enjoy the rambling instead of the division set on an Island, it's actually a ghost recon game now where they've upped the ante in regards to the survival mechanics a little bit. Um, okay. The, That's good. The, yeah. Yeah. And the, the immersion is still fucking fantastic. Like even playing single player by myself with AI squads, um, anytime you sort of hear a drone and you're going, what's that noise? Your AI teammates will go, there's a drone around, get down. And you prone onto the ground and cover yourself in dirt. And then you see the AI squad do the exact same thing. So they all follow your lead and all that sort of shit like that. There's a heap of new story DLC and content that's out at the moment. There's some Terminator missions you can do because, of course, that's Terminator right. they, had, they, its, yeah. Yeah, had its foothold in every video game coming out. Um, <laughs> but also, Sam Fisher is back in Splinter Cell uh, for uh, Ghost Recon. And he's also coming back in Rainbow Six Siege that was just announced uh, two days ago. Mm. So he's going to be the new uh, attacking operator in Rainbow Six Siege. I'll review him when he comes out as well. So yeah. Ghost Recon, I, I think, is is the best cooperative military experience that you can play this year. Like, 
Siege is great, but Siege is, is PvP. Like, you, you can't necessarily Siege is play a, with that. It's a friend. shooter, though. Let's, let's be honest. It's a competitive shooter, so it's kind of yeah. a different class. So, like, I, yeah, I, I see where you're coming from, but yeah, it's, it's, it's on its own. This is very much, I think you're right. You, you compare it to the division is a, is a very close uh, amalgam for it. Um, yeah. So, if, yeah, and it's, to be honest, it's not hard to be better than the division. <laughs> well, yeah, the division but- two. The division, the division two, not the DLC th- for the division two, because that was some really good fucking DLC. But the, it's yeah. the the was- idea, the whole sort of tactic of playing with friends in Ghost Recon, going like, all right, well, Fuzzy has a shotgun and a light machine gun. He's not yeah. going to do very well if he needs someone to, sh- you know, if he, if you need someone to shoot out a sniper or someone at a distance because your guns aren't accurate at distance. All right, cool. I'll take this loadout, and it sort of sets in stone what your loadout is when you go out into the field as well. So it'll be like, okay, you've taken a sniper rifle and a submachine gun. Oh crap! I need a shotgun to go through this area. Well, fuck it. You're screwed. You have those two weapons. The only way to change weapons is to kill a soldier and you know, swap out your weapons with his. Um, so it's it's you got to like adapt to scenarios, and you have to sort of camouflage yourself and actually do that sort of sort of like the start of predator like you need to sort of have those stop moving don't make noise coordinate who's doing what attacks if you're playing with friends and shit it's 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 all it's really immersive it is not for someone who doesn't want that immersive they can't you it was ghost recon you can't necessarily just run in and start shooting because you know four or five guys shooting at you you're gonna take a load of damage and you're just gonna gonna have a bad time yeah um it's it's a load better than what it is now uh it's better now than what it was when it originally released. Uh, if you sure. own Ghost Recon Breakpoint and you didn't like how they handled it uh, on release, give it a crack yeah. now. The uh, the new AI teammates, they're in as soon as you're in the game. So you can the game shows you how to toggle them on and off. You can completely customize your AI's teammates. So you can make them male, female, give them scars and tattoos and all that sort of shit. Uh, as well as the game teaches you how to and, and instructs you how to change the settings if you want to have it as the traditional gear score, or not traditional, but the original release gear score levels like, Des- like Destiny and Division, or if yeah. you want to have it in immersive mode where... You know, you only pick up weapons from the ground and One all that sort of gets. stuff. <laughs> yeah, and if you reload your gun, if there's like six rounds still in your magazine, you lose those six rounds. Oh, I'd because be you're th- I would yeah, be you're, absolutely fucked. I'm you're one of those throwing the magazine like, on the floor. Yeah, I, I have like, you know, 30 rounds in, in, in a clip and I shoot off like five bullets. I'm like, okay, reload. It's like, oh, yep. damn it. Yeah, I can't do it. It's, it's against my nature. <laughs> So the cool thing with that Always is it's all reloading. It's all it's all customizable. So you can have it in immersive mode, but you can turn that ammo feature off. Good. So That's, if yeah. if you want to just reload and you know just freshen up the clip, but still keep those thirty bullets inside the magazine, you can do that. Um, and if I join your game, my settings aren't changed to your game's settings. So mm. your settings stay the same when you move into someone else's game and, and play with them. So if if I'm playing with you and you want gear score, but I want immersion, the settings stay the same. It doesn't matter. Okay. So yeah, it's 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 pretty cool. It's pretty fun. I've played a bit with uh, with Davo. I'm doing uh, something on it in, in regards now. And uh, for those interested, I've told Fuzzy to install it. So there might be some antics uh, coming soon. Oh yeah, looking forward to it. Mm. <laughs> there we go. Thank you very much for that, Dirty. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to having giving it another go. I gave it a little bit of a, a test run, so I'm looking forward to uh, being led around by a pro uh, showing me the ropes. It'll be good fun. <laughs> Um, now, uh, speaking of pros, uh, I reviewed a game this week uh, that is a lot of fun. For professionals only, it is the PGA Tour 2K21. It's all happening. Uh, it is golf, for those of you who are unfamiliar with all of those lingos that I just pronounced. 
Um, so this is a, uh, a a new golf sim that's come out. It is from 2K, which is, I mean, they are, for, for lack of competition, one of the best performers as far as uh, sports sims goes. Um, EA Sports, yes, they do put out some good stuff, but I think something about the polished package that comes out with 2K games is like next level um they they have this 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 thing where they try and make games almost like a television experience if you know what i mean so if you're watching that particular sport or whatever it was yeah. on tv that's the, what they want you to have in the game so it's just, yeah. you know someone could just walk past the tv as you're playing and going oh you're watching golf no yeah. and i'm playing it <laughs> and that's the experience they want you to have it's um it is very uh, it's, a, it's a very pretty game this one uh it is like it basically puts you in the shoes of your avatar which you can craft to pretty much look exactly like yourself as, holy as shit I- <laughs> he looks identical fuzzy fuzzy sent me a photo saying look at this and it's his avatar in this game holy <laughs> shit people it is a dead ringer of fuzzy it's crazy like the customization like there's a lot of games with um like player creation customization uh options i did this and within about five minutes i had it go and i was like shit that's me like it it was really easy (laughs) it was like it was really easy to get into um there's some systems that i've found in other like sports sims where it's it just becomes a slog to actually do all of the the customization, but this one super easy, very like uh, very fast to get into. So it did take me a while for for UFC four for creating a character that looked yeah. identical to me. Yeah, and that's yeah. You know, even then, like I, I did the same thing, created a character in there, and it just I spent a lot of time fucking around, and you just don't really capture what you're after. This was very easy. I think there a lot of the stuff they like they've they've taken this from. Um, there was a game released last year, the Golf Club 2019. Um, which was a few years of uh, this game, this franchise called the Golf Club. Um, they've now morphed that into the PGA Tour game, and this one is just a better version of that. So they took all of the stuff that used to work in the Golf Club and just gave it a, you know, slapped a 2K label on it and polished the shit out of it. So it is a much, much better version of what we, we got last year, which was great. Was um, was that the, the Golf Club was what we were playing on um, yep. Twitch when we did the Game Pass and yep. all that sort of stuff? Yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, that's um, uh, that game was 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 good, but I think there was it was all that polish and refinement that was missing. So it was you know the commentary was really dull. Um, it wasn't situational. It was just kind of you know uh, whatever the fuck's happening. You know, I'm just going to say stuff. Uh, the backgrounds were very drab and and sparse. Uh, this one is actually using proper courses. It's all filled out. It, like the UI in a lot of the the places is very very similar, almost identical, but it's just done better in this version. So yeah. There's a bunch of stuff for customization, so you can um, customize your own swing. So you go down to like a driving range, and they try out. You basically repeat your shots over and over again, and it goes right. That is the timing of your golf club. So now, that's how you're gonna. So everything's mapped back to that. So it becomes very like the, the game is customized to you as a player, and I think that's a really awesome feature. Like just to have that in there to make you f- like. It gives you some ownership of the game, and you're like, okay, I know how to f- play, rather than trying to play to their standards. Does um, the uh, does is there a because you can of course create your own uh, character? Yeah. Um, can you customize and create a caddy? <laughs> that would be fun. No, there's no caddies in the game, unfortunately. But yeah, essentially, like you you create a character and. 
that is a professional. Like there's, they've got a career mode in here where you play the PGA Tour, um, which is the um, a professional golf tour in in the US. So you go around. I think they've got 15 courses um, that okay. are locked into the uh, to the game. Um, and yeah, so you go around and you play all of those, and you, you don't really. There's no leveling up as such. So it, it basically assumes that you're already like an awesome professional golfer, and you just go for it. So it, that was a little bit of a disappointing factor to the game. I think like it would have been great if you had a lot of like development. Oh, you know, you're hitting really good drives, so you get you know better and better at that particular skill set. Kind of like we had with UFC. So okay. yeah, where you you know you kick a lot, so you you get better at the kicking. That would be really good in this game, but they don't have that feature in there. So it's you're already peak skill level the moment you start. It's just about. I suppose uh, learning the play style and what happens. It's like it's almost like these little mini physics puzzles um, because you're going to have to um, calculate in things like swing power, um, your club angle, uh, whether you're fading or drawing the ball, um, looking at ball spin, wind speed, all sorts of stuff. So you you're trying to calculate that for every shot, and then it comes down to you timing the the swinging of the clubs. Um, and, and making sure you get the correct angle on it. So there's a lot of stuff going on. So each time that you go up, there's always a different challenge, even if you're playing the same course. So, yeah, there's there's a lot to learn in the game, but I think it's more about that once you've learned the mechanic, that's it. Like, that's that's kind of the, the peak skill level that you'll get to. Um, so it requires you to get better as a person, but your character stays at that same level. So yeah, okay. a little bit, I would have liked to have seen that more. Like if you're having a career mode, make it a developmental thing so that you learn and grow with your character um, and get better as you go along. And and like we talked about last week, UFC nailed that. I think they got that really, really well done. So this being a 2K sporting property, yep. uh, I, I would probably need to ask, uh, is there any microtransactions? <laughs> um, at I believe there are at this stage. Like you, there is an, an in-game currency that you earn from you know, you know winning competitions and doing specific tasks, and you earn experience and unlock stuff. There is stuff in there at the moment, but it's very much. I think there's it's more around task-based activities that you can unlock and then buy stuff. I'm 100% positive they will have microtransactions to buy into you know all of the skins and all the rest of it and you know look like John Daly and get these fancy camo pants and all the rest if you're into that stuff good good on you but you can you do not have to have it uh, to enjoy yourself I think okay, the, cool, the, cool. The, the core golf clubs you start off with are some of the best that you'll get in the game. Um, the core, like, you know, and it really then it just comes down to aesthetic of how you like your character to dress up. And, you know, there's enough in there that you can unlock without paying money for that I wouldn't even bother about it. So it's not necessarily like the previous um, 2K game that came out. What last year? Last year's two K game where it's like, hey, if you want to wear Converse, six dollars, please. Yeah, uh, it's it's not as bad as yeah NBA two K like that. That last year was an absolute shonk fest of microtransactions, and you know what? People buy it and they they pump a bunch of money into it, so they're going to keep doing it. So until people stop buying shit, they're going to keep doing it. And yeah. yeah, but this game, I think that yeah, you don't need that. It's not like almost no impact. A lot of like the, like I said, the the core golf clubs you start off with are actually really good. And what happens after that is you don't actually get more like uh, like you end up sacrificing a lot of stats for different ones. So it mm-hmm. becomes a, oh, I need to you know hit the ball longer, so I'll go with this particular club. But it means that I've got less control over how it spins or reacts, and so. 
there's you know there's those different impacts and those choices that you can make, but you don't really need to because I think you start off with clubs that are good enough for you to play in any scenario. So it, it really becomes a, like this is one of those games I've, I've played golfing games for years. I really like them. I think they are quite relaxing. Um, so it is there's very it's a slow paced you're not you know that not a high octane golf in your face coming slamming down putts and all that it's it's none of that it's a very yeah. laid back and relaxing experience um, the commentary is nice the uh, the settings are nice it is very and it, it looks and plays well and so for a game that has a, a very simple ideas done well I mean it's you, you gotta love it like you, you can't beat I, a game did... that does the thing it needs to do I did also see when, uh, of course, this was you know sort of officially announced and stuff like that. That two K was also saying like the the soundtrack in this game is actually not something to just sort of breeze over. It's actually got a pretty good soundtrack as well. Yeah, <laughs> uh, look. To be honest, I was uh, I was completely ignorant of the soundtrack. I think it's okay. yeah, it, it's one of those ones that's kind of like there's a lot of background theme music, you know, in between scenes. But I've never like in between um, golf shots. I've never yep. really paid too much attention to that stuff, though, to be completely honest. I'm skipping as fast as I can uh, to get to the next one. And you can play a round of golf in, like, 15 minutes. So, I Oh, that's, that's not too bad, then. Yeah. I mean, it's, there's a very low... Uh, it's a low-time-impact game. Mm-hmm. And I think it's just, yeah, one of those games that if you've enjoyed golf sims in the past, you want a really good one, you liked last year's The Golf Club, I think this is a good game to get into because it is more of the same, just done much, much better. And, um, yeah, that's uh, that's my uh, my review for that one. I think I, I'll give this one... Look, I have to count it down a little bit for the a couple of factors. They, they only have 15 courses um, available at launch. There is a course creator feature, which you know, usually comes into play within the first week. There will be guys just chomping at the bit to create all of the famous golf courses from memory. Um, but, you know, until that happens, like the 15 courses they've got are pretty, yeah, there's only a couple of really awesome ones in there. Um, and yeah, with that that lack of, I suppose, career development um, is is a bit of a a bit of a downside. It it stops you from wanting to play more. Although the only reason that you'd play then is uh, is just to enjoy the game. So I think it's just you know there's just those factors to it that don't suck you in to the gameplay right away. Yeah, um, but yeah, when you know when it goes live with the multiplayer and all the rest, of it, I think this is one I'll keep going back to um, competitively play with other other people. I think it'll be a lot of fun. Um, so I'm going to give this one a four out of five. Yeah, that's not bad. Yeah, it's a solid golf sim, man. Really good. Like if you like golf games, it's kind of like I would say it's like the F1 games are to you know Formula 1 racing like they are solid sims they do what they need to do and they don't fuck about like it's it's a, that that same kind of package but for golf yeah yeah so yeah, there yeah, you well, go. you've give, you've given this better than uh, than UFC from last week so yeah i mean it must, UFC, it must be it. yeah like for for at least for me like visually i'd watch ufc over over golf but saying like that this is actually a pretty fun sim is is something that to, to not just have a sort of like with indie games don't just look at it and go oh yeah whatever but actually look at it i uh, look i mean i give the, the big thing with ufc was always that um the ground game right the little mini games that they brought into it like it just it, it was out of place and it just became 
it became a little bit broken in, in in that aspect. It's stuff that I didn't want to do, but it was one huge aspect of what UFC is all about. So yeah. I wasn't interested in it. In this game, you know, they've got different modes essentially between you know taking your fairway shots as opposed to your green shots. There's a different mechanic for taking you know for putting as as opposed to everything else. But that mechanic is fun. It's enjoyable. It's not a mini game. It really is its own separate challenge. And I think that's you know that becomes a thing where you're fully immersed within the game and trying to beat it that's great whereas ufc it had you know one mode that i really liked and one mode that i didn't and i was trying to avoid it at all possible and like that's you're only playing half of the experience and and that's not you know that that kind of really detracts for me so yeah yes but yeah. uh yeah solid golf sim i've i've already recommended it to my sports friends so um yeah anyone else who uh, who enjoys golf sims or sports games in general this is a very very good game mm-hmm. well uh, i assume as well you play this on the playstation playstation if anyone's looking at uh playing golf games against fuzzy on playstation like you michael then there you go <laughs> absolutely i'm always ready for a challenge <laughs> um, but there we go. That's uh, that is our show this week. Uh, we have had a lot of fun. We'll be back next week to talk more games and things happening with Fortnite um, and all of the rest. Yeah, of there's it. got there's got to be more that happens. Oh, in, I can't in that wait. So there's going to be like knife fights in the street. You know, Apple people versus like Fortnite people, and it's going to be hilarious. Can't wait. Um, so yes, until next time, um, stay safe, stay masked, and stay playing games. I've been your host, Fuzzy Dan, and reminding you that if you're not getting good at golf, you should, you know, get good. <laughs> this is Duty reminding you to play with each other, or if you want to challenge Fuzzy to golf, don't play with yourself. Well, play <laughs> with yourself, but challenge Fuzzy to golf. <laughs>